Hello, and welcome to the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. My name is Vanna Matthews, and along with my co-host, Melinda Crowder-Dunbar, we are going to debunk myths related to being a woman and a mother. Join us for another raw and uncut conversation. I am excited to have Dana Reed with me today. She is the author of Guilt-Free Mommy, and I know all of you mothers know about being a mom who struggles with mom guilt. And if you don't struggle with mom guilt, then good for you, because I know I struggle with it, and I know so many moms can relate, and I am excited to go into a detailed conversation with Dana about it and learn more about her book. So Dana, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Vanna, for having me today. It's a pleasure. Awesome. So just to let our listeners know a little bit about you, after graduating from Indiana University, Dana Reed worked for the federal government for 16 years. Knowing there had to be more to life, Dana took a major leap of faith, resigned from her job to be home with her girls, and start something of her own. That something initially turned out to be a couple of home-based businesses. Dana went on to pursue her dream of helping others, mainly women, live beyond the stereotypes and restrictions placed on them by other people. She also dreamed of writing a book. She is a firm believer that with God, all things are possible. Dana took the advice of Henry David Thoreau, knowing that magic awaits at the intersection of faith and works. Dana's debut book, Guilt-Free Mommy, is an offering to moms who are wrestling with the harassing force of mommy guilt. Having been included in the number of moms doing our best, but never feeling that our best is good enough, Dana uncovers Mommy Guilt's MO, giving moms the tools they need to overcome it and the peace of mind that comes as a result. Dana lives in Indiana with her husband, Franklin, daughters, JC and Justice, and Golden Doodle, Shiloh. So Dana, let's jump right in. And I want okay. to know about your personal struggles with mom guilt. I think it's safe to say that most, if not all moms struggle with mom guilt. So tell us about your personal struggles with mom guilt. What was the turning point that made you say no more? Well, my struggles began very early on when I was a new mom and my first daughter was only a few months old. Um, it happened ironically at church and I had just returned to church from being you know, off after having her and everything, excited for everyone to meet her and see her. And afterwards, once, once the service was over and everything, the moms and other you know, people started coming over to me to, to meet her and to see her. I was met instead with a bunch of questions of why are you not nursing? Because at the time I, was, I wasn't nursing. I, was, I had a baby bottle of formula and they asked, why aren't you nursing? And are, is that formula in the bottle? Are, are you pumping at least? And all of these questions, you know, these people coming over to me, I'm thinking they were coming to embrace me. And they just came with this barrage of, of harassing questions. And it just threw me for a loop. I was just floored by it. And being a new mom, I didn't know what I was experiencing. You know, I didn't, where was this coming from? And so at the time I was able to, to quell it and just move on with it. I even laughed about it and kind of joked about it being ridiculous behavior, but it continued that, that whole episode continued to bother me for days after it kept coming up in my mind, of, you know, am I doing this right? And 
Am I not giving her the best? And, you know, all of these questions. The reason why I wasn't nursing her, I had my reasons for that, but all of that was thrown out the window after I heard all of these other moms who were seasoned moms questioning my ability to parent and care for my child. So that's where it began. And the turning point came a full 10 years later after that incident, when my oldest daughter was 10 years old, my youngest daughter was six. And throughout those years, um, the guilt, it ebbed and flowed. And I honestly just became used to and accustomed to the rhythm of that. You know, I, I understood, okay, I feel guilty now. Okay, now I'm fine. And I'm guilty again about this. And then it'll go away. But it kept going, coming back and forth like a yo-yo. And there came a time when I simply had had enough. And I didn't, you know, expect parenting to be a bed of roses or anything. But I knew that this guilt that I was experiencing was not meant to be, wasn't what the mothering experience was meant to be. So I stopped accepting it as normal, which a lot of moms do. They accept it as, oh, it's just comfortable territory. I stopped accepting it. I began praying and seeking for ways to get rid of the guilt. And as a result, I started paying attention to the activities and situations and people that triggered guilt on the inside of me, that those guilty feelings. And what I did once I began to, to pinpoint that, I limited my participation in those activities and I minimized my interaction with those people. And with just those simple adjustments, I began to experience less and less guilt. And to this day, you know, I continue to take note of my of how I'm feeling on the inside when I'm around certain people or, or participating in certain activities. And I can catch the guilt before it gets hold of me. So basically, that's where it all began for me. That is such a relatable story. And there are two things you said that really stood out to me that I think is going to be so helpful to the moms. And one thing is to stop normalizing mom guilt. I love that, that mm -hmm. as you identified it, you were able to say, no, this is actually not okay. And I'm not going right, to right. continue with this. And the other thing was that you changed your environment because I yes. think that we as moms have a tendency, especially if it's friends and family, we allow ourselves to remain in that space. And sometimes yes. a shift does need to be made. So I like for you to go a little deeper into what did it look like for you to make that shift to change your environment? You know, Ivana, it was not easy. It was a simple solution, but it wasn't easy because like you said, it did require limiting my interaction with family members or friends because, you know, unknowingly they were doing it as well. You know, they were saying things or making comments about the way that I was raising my child that they didn't agree with. So it wasn't something that came easy, but it came as a way of me knowing by me maintaining my peace, this had to be done. So it looked like doing it afraid. I didn't know what the fallout from it was going to be. But at that time, my peace, my serenity was more important, even than some of those relationships. I love that. That is such a strong point. And I want to know, how do you identify the difference between people maybe being judgmental and 
giving you information that isn't helpful and people actually giving you information that is helpful? Like, how do you dis distinguish those? It all comes down to I'm in tune with how I feel. That's one. My, I use my body as an antenna. I really do. And the way that I feel about certain things is how I process it. And there have been times when, of course, moms or um, just friends, they'll give me advice. And the way that they, they present that advice or present the a solution or whatever to me, I can take it the way that I take it in and the way that it makes me feel on the inside determines to, to me how it's being given. The difference between judgment, judgment is harsh. You know, even when someone comes over and gives you some type of advice and their their words are soft and their words are gentle, there's still a is something behind it, it's an undercurrent behind it that you can sense, or at least I can sense that even though it's coming across as helpful, it's not helpful in the sense that they simply want to help me. They're trying to put up on me their way of doing things, if that makes sense. It does. That That is such an incredible point. And I agree that judgment is harsh and it usually comes from someone's personal values that have nothing to do with your story. So thank you so much for sharing that. I know it's going to be so helpful to so many moms who can relate. So I want to go into the book and you writing Guilt-Free Mommy. Tell me what was the defining moment that inspired you to write this book? Well, there really wasn't a specific like pinpointed moment that I said, you know what, I'm going to write this book about guilt-free, um, you know, becoming guilt-free to moms. Instead, there were a number of different events that led up to the development of it. When I first started having these issues with guilt, which was, like I said, was early on, there was absolutely no discussion about this type of guilt. And so at that time, I thought that I was the only one dealing with it. When I started thinking about getting over it. I just wanted to deal with it within myself and get on with my life because it was really harassing me. And it wasn't until I began to have regular conversations with other moms at my youngest daughter's school that I learned and began to realize that so many other moms were dealing with this as well. And when we would have these conversations, they weren't, the moms weren't coming, you know, straight forth saying, I deal with mommy guilt. You know, as a matter of fact, at the time, there wasn't, I didn't even have a, a term for it. I just knew it was guilt and I knew what I was feeling. But talking to those moms, I began to hear in the conversations that we would have that same anxious language and just concerns in them. I noticed it because that was the same thing that was on the inside of me at one time. You know, the thoughts of not being a good enough mom. Am I doing it right? I'm so awful. I'm going to miss my child's um, school program and, you know, all these types of concerns that they had and they would laugh it off. But I knew that it was something that really bothered them. I recognized it. And it was when, that was when I began to ask my family and my friends and other moms that I knew if they dealt with these same type of guilty feelings when it came to raising their children. And so it was confirmed when I spoke to them that all of them felt this way. And this really shocked me because 
Well, I figured, you know, a couple may feel this way too. Every single mom that I talked to, and I talked to quite a few, all of them 100% said yes, yes, yes. And the same as how I have felt back in the day, you know, when I didn't know what it was, they didn't know it was guilt. They thought, just like I had thought, this is something that comes with motherhood. This is something that I deal with. And, you know, they didn't have a name for it. So it was then that I began to understand that, okay, something bigger is going on here than just a few moms dealing with this. And after that whole um, scenario happened, I, you know, that was at the time, because this was years ago, it was at the time that social media was becoming, becoming more popular, more prevalent. And, you know, I had Facebook at the time and I began to see comments on my friends' pages about guilt. They didn't say guilt, they didn't use that term, but I, once again, I recognized the language. And that's when I realized, wow, this is even beyond my friend group and my family members. It's much larger than what I even initially thought. And so at that point was when I began to feel a strong, like heavenly urge or um, encouragement to write a book, to share with other moms what I had learned to help spare guilt from moms who are new moms, to spare them that whole heartache, or even to alleviate some of that, that heartache in, in moms that have dealt with it and to help them get over this, this guilt that is really worthless. I love that you've written the book. It is such an important book and it's a conversation that I believe we need to continue having because I don't know if it's something that we can get rid of across the culture of motherhood. And so yes. I'm just so excited that you wrote the book. Now you shared earlier your story about being judged for bottle feeding your baby. And you also shared that in your book. And we've talked about the role that outside judgment can play in mom guilt. How can moms be supportive of each other, be more supportive of each other? And, and what role do we play in helping each other get rid of mom guilt? So I believe, like you just said, there's so many moms who deal with it. Today, it's more spoken of and discussed than it was, you know, back when I first started, you know, recognizing it. So that in itself helps us to know that there are so many moms dealing with it because so many more moms are talking about it. One way that we can be supportive of each other is by just by that understanding that we know how it makes us feel. So why should we in turn heap that type of judgment or our opinions or our criticisms on other moms, you know? So mainly we can support one another by withholding anything negative that we have to say or think towards, uh, towards another mom. You know, when we begin to understand how, you know, when we walk a certain path and we experience certain things, it helps us to then be compassionate towards others instead of ridiculing them. You know, we, we can begin to cheer them on instead of discouraging them. So regardless of it's, if it's new moms or a mom in the midst of raising school-age children, or if, even if they have adult children, I came across a mom a few weeks ago. She's an older mom and her children are in, in their thirties and she still deal with mom guilt. And the funny thing about it, and, and when I say funny, I don't really mean funny, but the interesting about, thing about it was she didn't know that it was guilt. She, had, she still rehearses things that she had done as a mom when they were teenagers. And she still have a hard time resolving those things 
within herself. And so when we recognize that and we understand that everyone is battling something, everyone is trying to overcome something, and even, even if it's not guilt, it's something. And we need to be more compassionate towards other people, knowing that when we have issues in our lives that we're trying to overcome, the last thing that we want is someone coming, pointing a finger or wagging a finger in our face. You know, we want maybe a shoulder to cry on or an encouraging word. And if that if we can be that to other moms, then that is one of the main ways that we can support one another. I love that. That is such an incredible statement, Dana. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I love the way you've brought up that even moms who have adult children, not only are they maybe struggling with mom guilt now, but are reflecting on things from the past. And I think that just yes. shows you how strong mom guilt can be if we don't get a handle on it, if we don't deal with it. So yes. in guilt-free mommy, you identify patterns in our everyday lives that if avoided may help to eliminate mom guilt or at least reduce it. Please outline some of those patterns and how moms can avoid them. Okay, well, patterns are, I think of patterns as behaviors that we participate in that either empower us or disempower us. These activities that we participate in, we usually do so without realizing the effect that they're having on us. So the patterns that I identify in the book are ones that played a role in perpetuating the guilt in my life. And one of those patterns is our fixation on being known or seen as supermom. You know, I think it's safe to say most of us are familiar with this fictional character that we as moms have turned into an icon. We push ourselves to the limit, trying to live up to an image of motherhood that's not really realistic. And in the book, I tell a story of when I was a young girl and there was a commercial that aired for a popular perfume. And its tagline was, it was the eight hour perfume for the 24 hour woman. So it never you know, ran out. She always was smelling good. And it depicted a woman who did, she did it all. She took care of her family and she took care of all the household responsibilities effortlessly. She worked, she made lots of money. Um, she looked a million bucks all the time and she pranced and printed on the screen and she never missed a beat. And I remember being a, a young girl looking at her knowing that wasn't what I was seeing in real life, but it was something about her that attracted me. And, you know, it's really interesting because to this day, there are so many moms who try to live up to this image of this perfect mom that does it all. And I'm not one to say that we can't do it all, but I don't believe that we can do it all at the same time. There are limits that we have in, in our energy level, even in, in our ability in, in time in a day. And we're fed this constant image of being a perfect mom today, we're fed it constantly. And we fall into, into the trap of trying to be her. With a commercial, it would come on back in the day when I saw it, it would come on once or twice a day maybe, but now we're constantly fed image after image of, you know, this is how you should be, this is how you should look, you can have it all, do it all. And then we try to pursue that. And when we don't succeed, we feel guilty. And we feel as if we aren't living up to some expected image that is being portrayed to us. So that's one of the patterns that I, I talk about. And another behavior or pattern is we, we often participate in comparing ourselves to other moms. 
this is often where the idea that we aren't enough as moms or as women in general, this is where it originates from. And it doesn't stop there because we also compare our children to other children. And often I've, I've seen it where the reason why we bring our children into the, the pot is because through our children, we can compensate for something that we feel we're lacking. And so we can, we can have our children fill that space for us, which is really unfair to them. And this behavior compounds the guilt that we experience and causes us to feel once again that we failed in some way, especially when we feel we or our child comes up short. So those are just a couple of patterns that I, I discuss in the book. There are others, but those are two that are pretty, pretty common. Wow, you have said a mouthful. I mean, you. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the way you said we need to be seen and heard or identified as this super mom. If that's not the truth, I don't yeah. know. Oh my goodness, that is such a powerful statement. And then comparing our, ourselves to other moms. So, what do you want women? to leave with this book? Like when they read this book, what is at least one thing you want them to get from Guilt-Free Mommy? You know, I hope moms come away with a better understanding of where this type of guilt originates and the part that we unwittingly play in encouraging it in our lives. I just want them to have a sense of relief knowing that the negative thoughts that come from within themselves or the opinions that other people aim at them, that it's just that it's their opinion and they aren't we aren't our thoughts thoughts come they go and once we learn how to manage our thoughts and deal with the opinions of other people we would be surprised i believe how much that would eliminate the guilt in our lives and and lastly regardless of the length of time that moms have struggled with guilt it isn't something that they have to endure but they have everything within themselves to overcome it and confidently raise their children. Thank you so much, moms. You really need to pick up guilt-free mommy. I believe that it will encourage you and equip you to stop normalizing mom guilt and really feel good and appreciate yourself as a mother. Appreciate yes. what you are doing as a mother. So Dana, where can our listeners pick up the book and how can they stay connected with you? Well, I am on Instagram and but you can visit my website. My website is easy. It's guiltfreemommy.com. Once again, guiltfreemommy.com. You can purchase the book there or there's links to Amazon, Barnes and Noble and other retailers there, as well as a link to my Instagram pages. Awesome. Thank you. I like to believe that this is a movement where we are being intentional about yes. getting rid of mom guilt. So thank you for being one of the trailblazers in this movement. And thank you so much for sharing your time and your wonderful, wonderful words with us today. And thank you, Vanna, once again for, for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as we have. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe and definitely rate us. Go deeper with us on every episode by subscribing to our exclusive newsletter at CEOMomMagazine.com. 
There, we'll provide tips and information based on every episode. This podcast is produced by For Her Media with music by BOPD and C. Scott. Until the next conversation, thanks for joining us.